This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It is Wednesday night. It's August 3rd, 2022. And you know what that means. Another brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee. Across me on my computer screen is the birthday boy, Paul Zartman. Paul, how's it going? How's your birthday going so far? Uh, uh, It's been a great birthday. Anytime that you can celebrate your birthday and watch wrestling, it's a great night. That's a good point. You'll have to wait, what, another six years till you get... uh, a dynamite on your birthday? Yeah, and hopefully six years from now, I have gold over my shoulder. I mean, I celebrated my birthday last year with gold. I'm not celebrating it this year, and I'm not too happy about it, but oh well. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, no gold for either one of us. No gold on the podcast tonight. KMP yeah. Predictions it- champ Austin Shepard's taking the night off, but it's, it's well-deserved. Isn't there like a rule or something where the champion has to show up? Well, you know, uh, you would like to think, but, uh, you know, the good old uh, company that's now ran by uh, Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, Triple H, their uh, big-time champ shows up only when he wants. So Yeah, yeah. Anytime they put a belt on their big-time guys, they just show up whenever. So pretty much yeah. Austin Shepard is Roman Reigns. That's what we're saying. Uh, yes, yes, yes. He's got to have, you know, like 12 guys help him win any match. Ooh, or or predictions or whatever it may be. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, do you happen to catch any of SummerSlam? I did not. I saw highlights, but I did not watch any of it live. <laughs> I did and it was uh it was interesting. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um definitely interesting, but first from... time I've ever seen a, a ring get shoved by a yeah. uh bulldozer. Yeah, that's the first. Uh, I didn't catch any of Monday Night Raw this week either, but I, I heard, either. heard decent things. So, you Hopefully know, it's uh, good for them. Yeah, I think it's good. You know, a decent to good WWE product. It's, it's not going to hurt AEW. No. Um, it's just good for the overall professional wrestling fans. So we're, we're pretty yeah. spoiled, really. We talk about it all the we time. Are. We are. Yes, we are. Any wrestling fan, you've got a million different promotions, it seems like, anymore. But uh, today's your birthday. You celebrate that birthday with the likes of Tom Brady. No, no, we don't mention him. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, no, we, we do. don't. You know, I don't like Tom Brady. I respect him, but I don't like him. And I got to admit, I think he is the GOAT. Uh, mm. So, you know, uh, 
you have the most title reigns of the KOP predictions title, but I don't know if you're the GOAT. Don't know if you're the GOAT. Oh, oh not yet. I don't know. Not yet. I mean, we're like, you know, a year and eight right. months old at this point. So Premature. give us some time. Premature to yeah. name a goat, but uh, yeah. But uh, did do you know what uh, professional wrestler has the same birthday as you? Uh, you know, I did earlier because uh, we talked about this uh, in my day job. Um, we talked about some celebrity birthdays today, and I had one rambled off to me, but I cannot remember for the likes of me who it was. Damien Sandow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I- I'm okay with sharing a birthday with him. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be. Uh, I also, uh, Nyla Rose has a birthday today, too. Okay, I did not know that one. Yeah, I had to stop and think about that one because somebody was born yesterday or tomorrow, and I was like, oh, man, if I was born a day later, I'd have switched who I was celebrating my birthday with. (laughs) You know, you can't really pick and choose, so. No, you can't. No, you can't. But uh, Paul, as a birthday gift to you, (laughs) you get a read tonight. All right, I got the read. I got it up. I'm ready to rock. If you're ready to rock, we'll dive into Dynamite. Let's do it. The show starts off um, with Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal. I I must admit, I did not catch Rampage Friday night. So when they said this came out of Friday night's match, I was kind of like, oh, okay. (laughs) I read the recap. didn't watch any of it. And I got to be honest, I have not been a good Rampage viewer. It's tough for me to tune in at least live on Friday nights, it seems like. And I think uh, by the ratings, it looks like uh, that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's just a bad time slot for them, Uh, especially, you know, it's been the summer months. A lot of people aren't home on Friday nights or if they are, they're not indoors. They're outside having a good time. I would be surprised if a year from now, if Rampage is still going on TNT at 10, 10 p.m. on Friday night. Yeah, I got a feeling they'll move that time slot. But we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting with the whole TV contract uh, coming up for renewal. So, Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Jay Lethal picks up the win. Um, big win. Big win. Big win. Uh, hit. Uh, Lethal delivers a kick to Cassidy's knee, which is bum knee as he got it injured throughout the match tonight, uh, followed by the lethal injection for the win. And yeah, I will say this was a great opening match. Uh, good 15 minutes, and I'm glad to see Jay Lethal pick up a victory. The crowd really loves himself some Orange Cassidy. Orange <laughs> yes, Cassidy uh, knows what he's doing out there with the crowd. Uh, the right guy won, though, even though it was it did surprise me a little bit, but the right guy won yeah. with the story there uh, and the feud they're trying to tell there with um, the guy you're going to mention here soon. <laughs> After the match, Singh and Dutt come to the ring. Dutt trolls Lethal before he asks Lethal for his thoughts in Wardlow. After he start uh, staring down Lethal on Rampage, I can read. Uh, Lethal calls Wardlow out to the ring because he's going to lock in the figure four lock on Cassidy and break his leg. Best friends run down to the ring, followed by a fuming Wardlow and. Uh, Lethal, Singh, and Dutt retreat. Wardlow calls for a fight, but Dutt says no because Lethal just had a 15-minute contest. Dutt challenges Wardlow to put his TNT title on the line at Battle for the Belts three or Battle of the Belts three Saturday night. 
Yes, yes. Uh, I, I figured that was coming. It's no surprise there. Uh, Warlow got a big pop from the crowd. Of course, he is all in, in Ohioan. That wasn't a, that wasn't a surprise. It's not a surprise. Warlow gives a pop everywhere he goes. Glad to see him back on TV on Dynamite. I should say specifically. Um, no way Lethal beats him. But no. I'm okay with this being a placeholder feud till we uh, find out what the feud's gonna be for him and all out. Yes. Um, then we get a package of Hook winning the FTW title from Ricky Starks. Back at ringside, Adam Cole's music hits. And I was, I knew it was coming. I didn't expect it this early into the show. Uh, so it, it got a little bit of a pop from me. Oh, it got a pop from the crowd. I mean, the crowd, it's hard to beat. Um, it's all about the boom, Adam Cole's theme. Oh, yeah. He came out, O'Reilly came out, Fish came out. So you had the uh, Red undisputed Dragon. Red Dragon yeah, undisputedly. And then the Young Bucks, Cutler. Um, and then I'll let you take it away from there because this was my favorite thing on the show. Uh, mine too. Uh, Cole asks who's ready for story time and says it's great to be back in the ring. He says he's still not medically cleared to compete and says he's had lots of time to reflect on the undisputed elite. He says that being a leader is about figuring out how to improve and be loyal. He says that five of the best are standing in the ring and calls the other men his brothers. He says loyalty is power and success. He says that this brings him to the trios championship tournament. He addresses Matt and Nick Jackson saying that they can't do the tournament if they choose not to do the tournament with fish and O'Reilly is not medically cleared. And he says, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm not using my words correctly. You won't be physically able to compete and red dragon launch an attack on the young bucks. O'Reilly chokes out Nick while Cole delivers a super kick to Matt. And then Lo and behold, Hangman Adam Page's music hits, and he runs into the ring with a pipe in hand to make the save. Turns to look at the Bucks and helps Matt up before leaving the ring. Loved it. Thought it was great. Um, was hoping this was going to eventually happen, but was surprised it was this quick. Thought they might wait another week or two. Well, you know, I, I told you, you got to watch the first 90 seconds of BT this week. And, and I did. that right there told me it was coming probably sooner rather than later. Yep. BT is going to be a must watch now on Monday. Yep. Um, so the Hun Bucks are back. Is that what we're thinking? Uh, that's that's the vibe I'm getting here. Uh, I think uh, we'll see on BTE because, of course, it ties into the show more than any other vlog out there, really. Um, I think we're going to see the Bucks go up to Hangman, say, hey, you know, it's been a crazy year, year and a half. Uh, you know, we apologize. Uh, I'm not sure why we ever stopped talking. He'll say, oh, because I got this nasty text message from you. And Matt will go, I never sent you a message like that. And then they'll be buddy-buddy again. And the Hung Bucks will be back in full swing. Trios champs? Oh, you know, I want to say yes. Um, it's too obvious. Yeah, it is. It's too obvious because then it's, you know, the... ICW going, uh, you booked yourself to win. Yeah, but I, I, and I get that, but it's also the word elite is in the company's name. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, lots of, lot, there's still a lot of storytelling to do. I mean, where's Kenny Omega going to fit into this? I keep going back to November, yeah. the last time we saw him on TV. Um, when he said he had, you know, everybody's asking when he's going to have his rematch, and he said, I haven't gone back and watched the match yet. If we remember right at full gear, 
Matt and Nick could have stopped Hangman from hitting the buckshot lariat on Kenny, but they both gave him the nod. So you got to think if Kenny rewatches that, he's not going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Good stuff. It, it is. It's, and I love, I mean, we always talk about long-term storytelling at its finest. And we're seeing that again. And I cannot wait till Kenny comes back. You know, once, uh, once they launch the attack, I said one of two things is going to happen. Either Hangers music's going to hit or the lights are going to go out and One Wing Angel's going to play. Mm-hmm. Either way, I would have been happy. So, you know, it was a win-win for my birthday. I really think they are. Yeah, good point. I really think they're waiting to do the Kenny return out of pay-per-view, whether it be all out. If they can't do it, then I don't know if you wait. I, I suppose you wait till full gear in November if you have to. Maybe if you can't do all out, maybe if he's ready to go by late September, you do Grand Slam. Even though it's yeah. not a pay-per-view, it's big time. Biggest dynamite of the year. So. Right. Every year. Mm-hmm. So far, at least. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, you know, I I do want Kenny back on TV. You've I think mentioned we all do it at this point. Yeah, you've mentioned it time and time again. We, we kind of took Kenny for granted, and now Absolutely. that he's gone, it's like you don't know what you have until it's gone. And now he's gone, and I want it back. In in in, you know, <laughs> just think of the great performances we got from Kenny, especially uh, in 2021, and he wasn't near 100. percent Oh, I know. So I if know. he can get all his issues fixed and get back in the ring, could be pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. The best bout machine will be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we hear from John Moxley, and he addresses Jericho and Wheeler Yuta, says he doesn't care which one of them wins, friend or enemy, because when the bell rings, he has no respect for anyone. He says he is trying to hurt his opponent no matter who they are and says that he's the best because he takes no days off. I questioned that line a little bit, but I kind of understand as champion, he hasn't taken any days off. And I think that's where he was going with it. I, uh, I thought another good promo by Mox. I mean, he always yeah. delivers when he's on the mic and, and cuts a promo. Um, I do like last week. I forgot to mention how he referred him to himself as the AW champion, not interim. Yes. Yes, and that's why when Jericho said, I'm going to be the first two-time AEW World Heavyweight Champion, I'm like, Mox isn't considering himself interim. He's the champion, so he's the first two-time. Right. And I think we're going to end up seeing that in the books that way as well. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Back from break, we head backstage to Tony Schiavone and Christian Cage from earlier today. He says, Jungle Boy was raised by terrible human beings like those in Ohio. And uh, he says, you know, he made it personal, and that's something Christian would never do. About that time, a car comes out of nowhere, almost runs Cage over, along with Shivani. And Jungle Boy gets out of the driver's seat, and security drags him out and states that he is banned from the arena. Classic banned from the arena angle. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. I, I mean, it was a nice little like Christian's doing no wrong type of heel. And I love when he does that. So Mm -hmm. Uh, back at ringside, we uh, gear up for Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter taking on thunderstorm. I can't believe we were getting this uh, match in the first hour. Yeah. Eight 30. But that's when, you know, they have a big woman's match. Yes. It starts in the first hour. If it's not the main event. Yep. Yep. And uh, you know, uh, 
I'll, I'll give props to the champion, the KOP predictions champion here. He said the start of the women's tag division. And I can agree with that. Um, but I also think if we start to see a women's tag division, like I said, uh, we're going to see that opportunity to have two women's matches on dynamite. Yeah. I mean, the division keeps growing. Yeah. Gotta think it might grow next week at the, uh, Jade Cargill's TBS open challenge. Maybe. Gotta think somebody might be debuting. I don't know who, but maybe, I don't know. Uh, and of course, uh, the victory in this match goes to Dr. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. I thought it was a good choice. Oh, I thought it was too. Hayter gets the pin. I like yep. that a lot. Um, I thought this was a really good match. It was one of my favorite women's matches of the year, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I mean, I, I, a lot of times I can look at a women's match and go about halfway through, go, all right, there's your winner. I couldn't do this even to the count of three. I mean, I, I was still kind of in shock when uh, Jamie Hader picked up the pin because, honestly, I still thought it could go either way. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I thought all four women were good tonight in the ring. Tony Storm continues to impress me every time she's in the ring. Um, I think Jamie Hader's crazily underrated. Yes. You know, Britt's come a long way since she debuted. I know a lot of us had Britt Baker fatigue. It was nice to kind of get a period of her off dynamite for a little bit. Thunder can always go. She can, you know, yeah. wrestle with a broomstick, as they say, and, and make it make it look good. Sandbagging so, since 2014. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so I, I thought it was a really fun match. I, I liked it a lot. I did, too. And one thing that uh, I noticed is the focus was more on Jamie Hayter this match mm-hmm. instead of Britt Baker, which was real nice, too, because, mm-hmm. again, it kind of goes back to that Britt Baker fatigue. Um they're still kind of watching it. You know, they let her get in there quite a bit, but Jamie did a lot of the work in this match um, and had the commentaries focus a lot, which I think is going to help launch Jamie Hayter to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the crowd seemed to really enjoy that Brit and Jamie got the win. At least it got a nice little pop. Maybe that was yeah. more so for Jamie getting the pinfall, but I still am looking forward to that Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker feud. It's it's oh, yeah. been teased plenty of times, but now they've kind of let the teases go away. So we, you know, maybe kind of forgotten about it a little bit. It's not in the forefront of our minds, but it's uh, it's coming within the next year. Matching gear color, so they're going to act mm-hmm. like a true team, and then mm-hmm. it's going to flip again. Yep. Uh, we then get a video of Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, who reveal they aren't on the show because they're getting married. Last June, they took the world by storm when they were really, why not just say, you know, two months ago, um, but, uh, Eddie Kingston interrupts the video and says, no one cares that they're getting married. He says that he signed a contract for all out already and mailed it to Sammy and Sammy needs to sign it when he gets back from Paris. Sounds like a great opener at all out to me. Oh yeah. It's uh it's going to be fire. And I like how. Eddie started the promo with the earpiece in so he could hear what was going on. And he's just like, I right, cut it, cut it, cut it. And just throws it and turns into Eddie. That was great. Yep. yep. Eddie, another one, just like Moxley. Every time he's on the mic, it's must watch. Yep. Uh, we then cut to powerhouse Hobbs turning on Ricky Starks last week. 
We then cut to the commentary desk where Taz announces that uh, he does not know what's going on. He had no clue that Starks was going to throw down a second challenge. He had no clue Hook was going to accept, and he had no clue that Powerhouse Hobbs was going to do what he did to Ricky Starks. And because of that, he is Taz, and Team Taz is no more. That's perfectly fine by me. It's run its course. Um, it was a it was a faction that started off real hot for me. I thought it was one of the better things on TV for a decent part of 2020. And then ever since the latter part of 2020, it's just really cooled off. Some weeks hadn't even been featured on Dynamite. Um, I, I so think in, 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 in these three guys have outgrown it. So it is yeah. perfect time. Yeah. And I think um, the injury bug kind of brought Team Taz down a little bit because I know Fair Starks enough. was injured for a while. Hobbs was rumored to be injured. Nobody truly said what he was doing. So. Uh, and then uh, after Taz says Team Taz is done, Powerhouse Hobbs makes his way to the ring with new music and uh, inheriting the Cody Rhodes entrance there even. Little, little uh, Hobbs Vader. Yeah, it was nice. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs takes on local talent Ren Jones. Bell rings. Hobbs takes over. <laughs> Hobbs wins. Squash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way... But, but give it up to Ren Jones here because, I mean, he acted like he stood a chance when they introduced him. Sure. So props to him for having faith in himself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after the match, Ricky Starks comes to the ring, delivers a few forearms to Hobbs. Hobbs gains the upper hand and delivers a vicious spine buster to Starks. I'm so glad Ricky Starks has a baby face. It's gonna be so fun. <laughs> yes, and I'm I'm like ninety percent sure that that shadowy figure that I saw in all those lights came out of the baby face tunnel. So give me this match it all better. out. It'll be one of my favorites on the card. Uh, do we go that quick with it, or do we push it back to a uh, you know November? I think you get it all out. I wouldn't be imposed if you run it back again. It, is we probably they probably wouldn't wait to run the back at full gear, but maybe at Grand Slam. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, but I think all out. I I think we're starting to see coming out of the night. There's a couple of matches where we're starting to kind of see come to fruition. Oh yeah, which is good because we're only a month out. I mean, we're yeah. tomorrow will be a month away, so you got to start yep. building for it. Uh, we head to a video of Miro calling out Malachi Black and the rest of the House of Black for costing him the All-Atlantic title at Forbidden Door. One thing that I noticed during this video, you never saw the man's left eye. No. No, it's uh, it, and it's yeah, last week his sunglasses, that lens yep. was a lot darker than the other. So. Yep, yep. It's a fun little, maybe I think we get the story that we were supposed to see uh, before you know the COVID bug hit again with Pack, once they did this to Pack, could be. Um, and it'll be a lot quicker. I mean, we still ended up seeing it all with Pack, but it was a lot longer, and he had disappeared because of you know being stuck overseas. And so I think right. I think we're gonna get that ran back now with Miro, but at a lot quicker speed. I sure hope we are getting Miro against Malachi. If it is at all out, I I don't want to see Miro be a part of the House of Black, even if it's temporarily or whatever. I want to see them feud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, after that, we go to a break. We come back from the break, and we get Darby Allen reflected on his feud with Brody King. 
commentary then announces a coffin match next week between Darby Allen and Brody King at Quake at the Lake. And then Jim Ross joins commentary for the second half of the show. And Darby gave himself a tattoo, which yes. is crazy. Um, yes. Brody King got a tattoo about Darby last week. So these guys literally have each other tattooed on their bodies. Um, yeah, I'm still not convinced they're real. They may be temporary and kind of fade out after a while. You, you I don't know. We'll ink. see. You got some ink, so you would know more yeah. about it than I do. Um, I don't care about this feud. I just... No. It, it's the third time that a few dead Darby's in is going to end in a coffin match. Ethan yeah. Page, Andrade Alidolo, and I... I'm with Shep here, you know. I liked how Brody King won the first match, but I don't see him winning this time. It's 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 um, Darby's specialty match, and yeah, I think but... he gets over. And it, it's just Darby's in such a weird spot for me. I like Darby. I enjoy watching him. I enjoy watching his matches, but I don't care about his feuds. It's 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 a complexing thing that right. I can't figure out why that is. Right, it is. It's a very it's a complex thing because they put him with Sting, then they pull Sting off of him, then they put him back, then they pull him off. And really, he's been there the whole time. It's just half the time he comes out with him, half the time he doesn't. Right. He, you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, he was perfect for the TNT title, but you don't want to put him right back in that picture, especially no. with Wardlow being the title holder. But I don't know. He's just kind of one guy, like, for a while he was right there with Orange Cassidy. As to, mm-hmm. I don't know where you put them, but now Orange has been in some premier spots as of late. Um, Without being in the title picture, even. Right, so. right. Which you, you need those. You need those pieces. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Darby's one of the more interesting talents right now in AEW as far as where he fits. Yeah. Uh, up next is uh, Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. For the eighth time in their career in singles action, second time in AEW. Yeah which was weird to think how many times these two have actually faced off, but it's only eight times that it's been singles. Did you see somebody's uh, sign in the front row? No. I played this match on No Mercy. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I I saw a uh, sign during the women's match that made me crack up real quick. Uh, It said, Britt Baker, have my bay bay. That's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, nice way to say, Britt, I want to be with you, but I know you got Adam Cole. Right. 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 <laughs> and sorry, guy. You're not going to, you're not going to get Adam Cole out of the picture. Nope. Keep dreaming. Uh, yeah. Uh, Christian ends up winning this match, which I kind of figured they do. There was a lot of emphasis on Christian winning the last match throughout the commentary talk, but. I think it's kind of what needs to happen because, again, if you're following along on BTE, uh, it's kind of seeming like since Jeff has accepted the stuff, we might get the broken hardies. Yep. Matt wants everybody to beat him and hurt him, and then there's always an evil laugh at some point after mm-hmm. the segment. Yep, Matt's uh, changing character again. His character's yep. evolving, which is good. He needs that. It was nice to see him wrestle again on, on, on Dynamite tonight while Jeff's away. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Christian had to go over with the storyline with Jungle Boy. So. Oh, yeah. And Matt went through a table. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? He's now gone through enough tables and hasn't hit his head that I think we can start forgetting about the concussion table shot, right? 
Yeah, unfortunately, that's the spot I'll never forget about. <laughs> no, because it was gruesome, and it scared the crap out of, that, I know, you and me both. That was still the worst. I know the 2021 Revolution ending was a nightmare, but yeah. as a overall pay-per-view, to this day, 2020 All Out was the worst I think AEW's put on. Mm-hmm. I can agree with you on that one. Uh, after the match... Cage goes out, gets the chairs. Uh, we're going to start seeing Christian Cage do one-man concertos again. Luchasaurus music hits, and he comes to the ring. Um, but before he gets there, Jungle Boy appears out of the crowd because apparently Jungle Boy bought a ticket, goes to attack Cage, and Cage walks away. I don't know how I feel about Luchasaurus still having the heel gear, the heel music coming out of the face tunnel. Yeah, that it was unless this is an overall we're going to get swerved and he's still part of Christian stuff. It it makes no sense otherwise. I hope so. Um, I mean, I like the heel look on him. I like the heel music better than I do his baby face look and music, but I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, Christian's running through the stands again. I did laugh at Jungle Boy's shirt. Um, I didn't catch what the last part of it said. It was uh, Christian Cage is a, and that's all I could catch. What did he call him last week in his promo? Oh, okay. Promo. Okay. That's why go. they kept it away from the TV. I'm trying to keep this a little kid for a little, little bit kid friendly tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's what it was, but it made me chuckle. Yes. Yes. Um, Next, we go backstage to Daniel Garcia and Tony Schiavone. Garcia says he beat Brian Danielson last week. Tells him when his head is better, he wants another match with him to slay the dragon again. No, Um, I mean, he's fine. He's he's pretty good promo. Um, It'll be interesting to see if we get that match again at All Out or, or what. Uh, I think All Out's pushing it. Yeah. I think we might wait till Grand Slam. Give Daniel some time. Danielson some time to heal a little more. I think you got to have one on your biggest show of the year, though. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's a month. I know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, then we go to a break. We come back as uh, we're recapping the match between Pack and Connor Mills. Uh, from AW Dark for the All Atlantic Championship, and uh, more talk of Kip Sabian again. Yeah, commentary finally <laughs> referenced him the other night, and I guess his graphic on the website is a new graphic now. His roster yeah. picture, so maybe we're finally going to get Kip on TV. And, and here's the thing: I didn't see him in the crowd tonight. I didn't either, unless I overlooked him. I didn't see the box. Nope. Uh, but uh, we go ringside to all ego Ethan Page standing in the ring. He yells, oh, oh, we're finally live. I can finally talk to the people. Cuts a great promo. Only thing is it gave me the vibe of MJF's promo. A little bit. Um, this, but- I'm upset. Why am I not on TV? I mean, he didn't go as far as I'm going to leave the company. But it was, you know, everybody's an idiot. Why are you cheering for me when I'm cutting this? Because you don't buy my shirts, you don't, you know. I, I was intrigued by it though, because I he was too. Something, and I want to see him on TV more. He's a guy I still do watch his vlogs, even though they're just uh, Sunday toy hunts anymore. But it's still really, really entertaining. Um, yeah. 
I like how he's. it looks like he's got to get away from Lambert and possibly side with Stokely Hathaway. We saw Lee Moriarty agree yep. to join Stokely's team. So I'm very yep. intrigued where this might go. Yeah, I am too. Um, I think this means the end of the men of the year. I mean, we um, know Sky's already injured. It was the, it, 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 once again. I think it's run its course. You know, yeah. get rid of some of these factions and stables that have been around for a while. Get some new ones in. America Top Team. I don't know. I mean, where's you know Paige Van Zant got that her win in their game match. match, and then nothing yeah. about her since. So, yep, yep. Well, uh, next we head backstage to uh, Matt, Angelo, and Anna with Tony Schiavone. I need one of those combs. <laughs> you know, I had one of those when I was growing just, up. Yes, I did. My hair wasn't much longer than it is now, but you know what? I had one of those because I thought they were the coolest thing ever. Pretty cool. uh, um, uh, they each talk a little bit about the JAS and uh, Jericho, and then Anna J chokes out some random staff member. Um, I. Yeah. <laughs> she locked in the Queen Slayer. I don't know. I like, I appreciate her passion, but she goes a little overboard sometimes for me. It honestly, the way she does it is like what they were trying to get out of her when she was in the Dark Order. It's almost a comedy reel with her. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's not what they're shooting for now. They want that aggression, but now we're getting that comedy that we wanted when she was in dark order, mm-hmm. pushing Stu Grayson downstairs and throwing him into walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so that's, that, that's good. That's a good way to put it. Uh, now we've got the dumpster fire. I mean, the dumpster match. Uh, <laughs> this the, was fun. It was the acclaimed versus the ass boys. I mean, the gun club, um, Max Caster cut another great rap as he's coming down shots at Vince shots at the president, uh, wouldn't expect anything else from Max nope. at this point. He's fantastic. Uh, the acclaimed pick up the victory, which is good. Bowens took a big bump. Holy snikes. Yeah, when they said he wasn't moving, I'm like, yeah, and that's why the camera's not flipping back to him. The dude's hurt. But we knew the acclaimed was good, were going to win. We knew mm-hmm. it was going to be a fun match and delivered. Um, yep. And the post-match angle was fun, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Them throwing the dumpster off. Now, here's my question. Was it a rigged dumpster? Were they still in it? Or did they escape out before they pushed it off? I think it was a rigged dumpster. I think they're still in it, but I think there was plenty of safety material in there. Well, I mean, we know there was plenty of safety because it exploded. There's those those peanuts in there. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Packaging peanuts. But I love the callback. The New Age Outlaws versus Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus Jack. Yep. Of course, Billy Gunn's right there still with the ass boy. So love that. That's the deep wrestling fan of Tony Khan coming out. Love that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You won't see that anywhere else. Nope. Loved it. It's great to do callbacks. Yes. And it's always subtle callbacks. It's not huge callbacks. I'm sure uh, Road Dog Jesse James out there on Twitter tweeting away about it. And oh, I'm wants sure. A, a seat next to Tony on the creative staff, like he always does. Mm-hmm. Ripping AWI does it. Yep. Yep. Uh, that man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So much for a pissant t shirt company, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh, and now it's time for the main event. 
Chris Jericho versus Wheeler Yuta. We, we got Winner. tons of match previews for uh, Rampage, Battle of the Belts, and next week's Dynamite. Well, I don't have those in my notes here. So. I'm thinking off the top of my head, but I know <laughs> I'm going to forget some. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Let me see if I can go pull them up real quick. I know we have Claudio versus Takashka on Saturday Battle of Belts. We got Warlow against um, Jay Lethal. Um, we have Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter. Mm. Uh, we're getting Mance Warner against Mox on Rampage. Yes, we're that's getting be Tony Nice and um, Jock Woods against. Um, Swerve Strickland and, and Keith Lee on Rampage for the tag titles. Um, next That's week, a- next week on Dynamite, we're getting Roosh in Andrade versus Lucha Bros. We're getting the coffee match between Brody King and Darby Allen. That's all I remember off the top of my head for those three shows. I'm sure I'm missing uh, stuff. Got some talk about the AEW video game, mm-hmm. uh, which is I always. I'm intrigued for this. Uh, I'm, I haven't bought a video game in a while. I'm buying that one. I, I am, I I'm buying care. it too. Uh, AEW Fight Forever. <laughs> Graphics look great. Gameplay looks pretty cool. The mini games look intriguing to me. I know those got ripped online today, but I think that's fun. Um, yeah. Still not sure of a release date yet, but I'm with you. I don't yeah. buy mini games. I usually buy uh, Madden, yeah, Madden every year, and that's about it anymore, but I will add this one yeah. to my list. Uh, I was to the point there for a while. I was buying WWE just to have a wrestling game sure. every year. Sure. Uh, and then normally I went in and downloaded the entire AEW roster and just created AEW and ran with that. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm excited to finally have one and I'm glad it hasn't been rushed. And, 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 and I'm glad you brought this up. I was going to wait to talk about this after Dynamite, but since we're on it, let's go ahead and talk yeah. about the video game a little bit. What do you think of the cover art and the six wrestlers that are featured? I think it's actually interesting, honestly. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's always talk of your pillars and who your right. four pillars are. and But now you've got six recognizable names on the cover. Mm-hmm. So even if somebody isn't a diehard wrestling fan like you and I, they're going to see those names and there's a better chance they're going to buy them. Yeah, they're going to know CM Punk. Yeah. Good chance they know Chris Jericho. Um, Kenny Omega, they probably have to like wrestling a little bit to know who Kenny is. Well, yeah. No big name. Uh, Jaden Britt, they probably won't know as much. And, and right. Moxley, they, they might know Moxley or Dean Ambrose. They probably know him if they're not a big wrestling fan. But, yeah, yeah. I, I have no problem with the six. Um, Neither do I. The only problem I have with the cover, as a guy who works in marketing, there's a lot of open space on it and just kind of bugs me from a visual aspect yeah but but i'm cool with the six people they they picked and uh you know i think if cody rhodes didn't leave and go wwe i think he's on the cover so oh yeah yeah for sure and uh i Which think i think he'll be that's, that's another uh spoiler of mine i think he'll be on the next wwe video game cover yeah he's gotta be i mean you know uh just like you know when he comes back he gets a shot at the belt yeah, if they don't screw that up, they I I, I mean I yeah. think they, I think they gotta wait and let them come back in the rumble and win the thing. But but yeah. now with Becky Lynch hurt, you could do that storyline with her too, and you can't do it twice in one night. So no, no, you can't. Save it for Cody. Let her come back later. 
do like Bailey did and just show up randomly at a pay per view. But I'm looking forward to this game. I hope it's better than their mobile yep. app downloads. Uh, not that they're <laughs> awful, but yeah, I don't know. I just haven't. I played them at first, and then I kind of just let it go by the wayside on my phone. Yeah, they're still on my phone uh, under AEW games. Yep. Um, but I just. I occasionally I'll get a notification and I'll go, oh, maybe I'll go check it out real quick. And I spend about another five minutes on it. And I'm like, all right, that's enough. But the console game has been the one that everybody's been waiting for. So, oh, yeah. And it looks good. Um, I, you know, like you said, people kind of picked on the, the graphics a little bit. I kind of like the cheesy aspect of the graphics. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, WWE's definitely got extremely realistic, but a video game's not supposed to be realistic, right? So right. this kind of brings you back into that fantasy world because it doesn't look that way. And when I started playing video games, you couldn't make out what Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin's face looked like because it was so blocked. But was the game fun? It was a blast. Boom! Video games have got so concerned about graphics. They forget, yes. they forget the overall goal of it is to have fun while you're playing. Take your mind exactly. off whatever you're doing. Exactly, and I think that's exactly what AEW is doing with this game, and I think it's going to be a blast to play. I grew up playing, and you're a little older than me, the first yeah. wrestling game I remember playing was WWF Warzone Okay. on, on PlayStation 1, and then, yep. I had, then I ended up getting a PlayStation, and I remember owning Thunder. WCW Thunder was the first game I owned. And I remember playing uh, Mayhem. Of course, I remember playing some of my friends in 64 games. No Mercy, yep. um, WCW versus NWO. Um, there's a couple others. Uh, the Attitude Era game. Yep. Then uh, WrestleMania 2000. Um, I remember playing some on GameCube. And then, of course, PS2. I got real into Smack. Smack, SmackDown, here comes the pain. Still my favorite wrestling game. <laughs> yes. Love that yes. one. Didn't like Know Your Role as much, but no. uh, love SmackDown, here comes the pain. And then the SmackDown versus Raw series were pretty good for a while. Then they kind of, mm-hmm. kind of started losing its touch. But yeah, I'm, I haven't been this excited about a wrestling game in a long time. Long time. I know, I know, because you know, I'll, I'll go back to it time and time again. Everybody can complain about the graphics, but as a diehard uh, video game fan, I'm looking forward to this because it's going to make me feel like it's the nineties again, when I pop it in and put the controller in my hand and start playing. So I presume you and your son will play against each other. Probably. Or so, either one of my daughters or, or, or one of your kids. I should have said. Yeah. Yeah. So, Match one, who's Paul picking for his first match on the game? <laughs> uh, we don't know the overalls. We don't know the ratings or anything. Not going to lie, Kenny Omega. All right, fair. I figured with you being a big Cody Mark, Cody being on the game still, I thought you are going with American Nightmare. You know, here's the thing. If it's against my son, he's a huge Adam Cole fan. So he's going to pick Adam Cole. So then I'll pick Kenny Omega just because Kenny killed Adam Adam, and Adam possibly tried to kill Kenny. We don't know yet for sure. Well, and uh, another point, I'm going back to the segment with the Bucks and Adam Cole. Adam Cole, you can hear him. The mic picked up. I still remember what you did to me. He said, yeah. I didn't forget. So, yeah. Yeah. Talking about when uh, them and Marty Skrull. Kicked him out of the Bullet Club when he left for WWE from ROH. 
Yep. Long term term storytelling. Slipped him a drink. Yep. That good old monster. Yep. Uh, it was just a rib. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway, back to the um the main event. Main event. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of back and forth action. I actually thought Yuta was gonna pick up the victory at one point. No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, now hear me out. I know we were going to, I know we're going to get Jericho Mox. I know that. But next week, I mean, come on. It's a big, they're building as a big dynamite. I mean, I know. So that's why I was thinking you'd get you to, to pick up the victory. Jericho comes in and says, my nose, my nose. He took advantage of that. I want a rematch. And then we get Jericho Mox at all out. Just in case Punk's not cleared, which it, it has been weird, the scheduling. I mean, this is going to be now three out of four dynamites that have been like special events. Yeah, yeah, or two fighter fests, fight for the fallen this week, not not one, but the next week's quake, quake at, the at the lake. lake. So yeah. it's like wow, there's a lot, a lot of build big time shows, but it is interesting. We'll have the main event for the interim. AW championship instead of the coffin match, which usually closes these shows. Right. Cause there's a lot of chaos in them. Mm-hmm. So does it start the show? Oh yeah. <laughs> I want that. Even though I, <laughs> even though I don't really care about the storyline, I think I'd be a fun opener. Yeah. Yeah. Just open with a coffin match mm-hmm. and boom, you're done. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it gets off to a hot start. So, yep. Yep. Uh, of course, Jericho does pick up the, the victory with the walls of Jericho. And, uh, no, refuses. no, no, not with the walls tonight. It was with the lion. No, oh, yes, it was. It was Finally, the lion tamer. First time we've seen it in a long time. Yes, Loved yes. It. And he refused to let go after the bell rang. And then Moxley came down and Jericho retreated. And he said, uh, Jericho grabs a mic, says, you want the last survivor of Stu Hart's dungeon? You've got him. Nice wow. little promo to send us home. Yep, like the callback to Stu Hart's dungeon, like the Lion Tamer, like I said. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome way to have Jericho win. Yep. I enjoyed it. He's now 4 0 in singles matches since the uh, introduction of the JAS. Well, yeah, you got to do something. Now they're all sports entertainers. They're not wrestlers, they're entertainers. Get it right, Tanner. Which it was interesting, AW last week tagged Garcia as the wrestler of the week. Hmm. Jericho gave the sports entertainer of the week to uh, somebody else. Hmm. It, was, it wasn't Garcia. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, with that said, Tanner, mm-hmm. overall rating for tonight's show. Good show. Uh, not quite as strong as last week's for me. I think I gave last week's an eight one if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah i'm gonna go s- seven six okay all right i liked a lot there's a few things that i, I wouldn't say necessarily i didn't like but a few things i kind of got my phone got on my phone and kind of didn't pay as much attention as i should have but yeah. um no pacing of show was good um I get it. They're setting up a lot for Battle of the Belts and next week's Dynamite, but also we're starting to see kind of a clear picture for some matches for All Out, and that's that's all I can ask for right now. Yeah, um, I, I'm there with you. I'm giving it a seven point seven. Um, same, pretty much 
exact reasons. Uh, I just I was going to go seven six, but I'm not going to agree with you, so I'll bump it up one. Oh, fair. <laughs> so, who are you going with for your wrestler of the night? Well, you're the birthday boy. I'll let you go first. Oh, oh, now I got to think. Thanks, Jesus. Well, you gave me the rating first. It's only uh, only fair. Only fair. All right. Um, this you way know you can what? pick anybody you want. This way, I'm not giving you one less option. I'm I'm going with the acclaimed leaning towards Bowens. Okay. I like that. Because that that was a nasty bump onto those trash cans. I don't care who you are. He threw some hard trash can shots too tonight. He did. He did. He came out firing away with those trash can shots. I want to say Chris Jericho, mainly because just the use of the of the line tamer. I was thinking Jay Lethal, because that was a huge win kick off Dynamite tonight for him over Orange Cassidy, who's a hot star in AW. But I'm going Jamie Hayter. Okay. I can get behind that. I was impressed with her tonight. She gets the pinfall victory. Um, I like that they're giving her a little push, even if it's just for a week. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it'll be more than just a week. I think we're going to see so. Jamie pick up a lot more of these victories. And I think that's how we're going to start this feud is Britt's going to go, why aren't you letting me get the pins? Hope so. So, um, any prediction next week for Jade's challenger in the uh, TBS title open challenge? You know, part of me wants to say Athena, but I don't know. I know part of me thinks they, they're saving that for all out. I, I do too. Um, I don't see the wrestler formerly known as Sasha Banks showing up. So, uh, I think she's going back to WWE now. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Paige wouldn't show up or Sarah. I know that's the one I want to say, but they, I don't think they do that at a dynamite. No, that's, uh, that's definitely a pay-per-view um, debut. How about, um, the girl that just got announced in the press release today and she's got to be on rampage Friday. Uh, Madison, Madison rain. I think that's right. I maybe think her? that's right. The new coach, yeah, she makes her, her debut Friday on rampage. Yeah. Cause Sanjay Dutt. QT Marshall and Tony Schiavone have more backstage roles now too. Congratulations yep. to those three. Yep. Along with uh, Christopher Daniels, we'll continue to do the health side of things and uh, heavy focus on mental health. So yeah. that's exciting. Good. I'm see. glad the, the wealth's kind of being spread backstage. So I think it's yeah. good, but uh, I'll go, I'll go Madison rain. I'm probably wrong, but I'll, I'll throw her out as my prediction All right. for next week. All right. All right. Any predictions for next week's matches? For, or how about this weekend's and next week's show? Uh, boy. So I'll, 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 I'll help you run it down, at least from what I remember in my head. Swerve and Keith Lee, do they defend against Tony Nese and Josh Woods? I think they do. I do, too. I don't see. I do, too. I think the, the, FTR takes the titles off those guys when, when they eventually lose them. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to sit and think about that one, though, because I wasn't sure earlier today. Um. I could have gone either way, but as the night went on, I kind of think that's where it's going. Mox over Mance Warner, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun one, but I, I agree. I agree with you there. Um, now for the belts, Claudio over Takeshka. Yep. Yeah, I feel bad for Takeshka. He's got to win one of these big matches sometime, but you're not putting the ROH title on Claudio two weeks ago to pull it off of him already. Nope. Nope. Uh, Wardlow over Lethal. <sighs> yeah, hands down. Um. Yeah. Thunder over Hater. No, I'm going go with Hater. Okay. 
Wait, oh. no. No, 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 no. Never mind. Gold's on the line. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, if there was the no gold on the line, I would say yes. Okay. Uh, hater, but uh, not not with uh, gold on the line. No, I think, yeah, Thunder. Um, it would be really interesting, a big swerve of Hater, but I think like all champions retain on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Then next week, Lucha Bros against Andrade and Roosh. Andrade and Roosh. I'm going Lucha Bros. All right. They both got demasked. Um, and Johnny and Roosh have both got a few decent wins lately, but I think Lucha Bros, you know, there there's some talent. Those are two talents that have taken a lot of L's, it seems yeah. like, in the last year. So time to build them up again. All right. All right. I can back you on that one. Darby or Brody? <laughs> Brody. I think Darby. I, I know it's Darby's match. I know it is, but House of Black, man. I hope you're right. I want to see the House of Black get pushed. And I'm kind of with Ship. You know, I don't like these big guy versus little guy matches that much from a realistic standpoint. But I just, I think they're trying to make this thing, these coffin matches, like Undertaker's casket matches, where he hardly ever lost them. But he lost them. Once in a while. Yeah. But I mean, you can't have so, the first so maybe, three matches. Well, he win all of them. I guess if, if Darby does lose, it's not going to be clean. No, it won't be clean. And that's why I'm going with Brody because okay. House of Black's going to get involved. It will not be a clean victory. And lastly, Mox or Jericho? Uh, Mox. I think so too. We're still going to get Mox, Punk. When Punk comes back, Mox is going to hold it until then. Um, I just don't see it any other way. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping my birthday guesses are right. So. Oh, it's it's there's some tough ones to predict. Yeah, so. I just know don't pick anybody other than the women's champion anymore because it'll screw you every time. Those uh, yeah, lately the KOP predictions titles have been decided <laughs> by women's matches. So yep, I've gotten them wrong or right, and that's what's yep. done it for me. So a deciding factor either way. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. But all right, uh, final thoughts before we wrap up tonight. Another fun show, a show that went by two hours, went by really fast. Yeah. All right, looking for, I'm looking forward to the shows this weekend and uh, next uh, Wednesday's Dynamite and the road's all outs officially rolling. I uh, unfortunately will not be watching Battle for the Belts, so uh, keep me in the loop because uh, I'll be uh, in Warsaw at the CCAC. I'm not sure I'll be watching it live. I, I plan to watch Rampage okay. live this week for once. Not yeah, sure I'll, I'll be watching Battle for the Belts live, but if not, I'm going to try to catch up with it on uh saturday if I, or yeah sunday sunday <laughs> sunday 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 yeah <laughs> all right well um be sure to follow the kicking out podcast on all social media at kicking out pod and in the link of every single one of those social medias you can check out both of our merchandise stores that's right a podcast with two stores and you can get a shirt like tanner's wearing a KOP shirt designed like the New World Order's Wolfpack. Uh, obviously, Tanner was a Wolfpack guy because that's why he got the red and black. Because uh, you know, the Wolfpack. Oh, oh, oh for life. I got, I got, I got another color too. I got two. Colors, oh, okay, so. okay. Wolfpack for life over there. Oh, but I was a bigger Wolfpack guy. Yes. <laughs> had Sting. It had Sting. Amazing. Yeah, it had Sting, Macho, Luger. Yeah. Buff. Who cares? How about could buff? you not? Yeah. How could you not get out? Know, and, and you know, I was I was a youngster. I didn't know all the backstage politics going on. 
Yeah, no, I didn't either. Don't worry. It wasn't until, you know, the Monday Night Wars recap that I really understood what was yep. going on. Yep. And I was in my 30s then. So, you know, uh, go follow Tanner Lee on all social media at Tanner Lee 92. Follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. See, I got it right this week, Tanner. There you go. It's You're, you're wiser. You're, you're older now. You're wiser. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should also mention, be sure to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple podcast, drop us that five-star rating. Not a one, not a four, but a five. We want to be, we're going to be a five-star KOP. That's what yes. we are. Yes. <laughs> All right. And with that, for Tanner Lee, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out another podcast. <laughs>